Indestructible Gaming. Choose your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the review begin. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming. I am Musket Shot. Alongside me is my co-host, Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. This, this is uh, episode 17, and uh, we are discussing today a game that you were very excited about oh, about six months ago or so, I guess. Yeah, it's about, and, about uh, six months ago. And came out about, mm, about a month ago. Yeah, I think it was a month ago. So we are discussing, of course, Man Eater. The brand new exciting shark game. Yeah. So let's let's kick it off. All right. So Maneater is developed and uh, published by Tripwire Interactive. And Tripwire, some of Tripwire's other games are Killing Floor. You might have heard of some of these. Killing Floor, Xenoclash, and uh, obviously this game here, Maneater. And there's another game that they're... Uh, putting out this year called Chivalry 2, which they didn't do Chivalry, the first Chivalry, so that was done by somebody else. But this hmm. Chivalry 2 is is under their direction, I guess. That's been in my eye. We'll have to check it out sometime. Yeah, so I have you played Killing Floor or Xenoclash at all? I know you played Chivalry. No, I've seen gameplay of Killing Floor, but it yeah. was, it's not really my thing. Yeah. I know I tried Chivalry, uh, and I didn't particularly like the the controls of it and the gameplay of it. So, but I would be curious to see how Chivalry 2 is and see if it's any different or any better. Well, from the looks of the gameplay, it looks really good. Yeah. So Maneater is rated M for mature, 17 plus. And of course it's got some of the typical things. The one that the first thing that showed the, the first thing that it says is a uh, blood and gore. And I was like, duh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a shark game. Blood and gore. If you don't know there's not going to be blood and gore in this game, then nope. You know, <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for. Uh, so blood and gore, mild language, drug reference, intense violence, of course, amateur humor. And it's a single player uh, open world RPG, which I, which I, I don't know, I guess, I guess the perception of RPG for me is always, you know, I'm always thinking like fantasy type games or games where there's a lot more like, almost like turn-based type stuff, but doesn't always necessarily mean that, huh? Mm. So, and you could play it on Xbox One, PS4, and on the PC. I don't think this is uh, available on Switch yet. I didn't see it. It is it's coming to Switch, though. It is coming to Switch. It is they, don't have a, okay. they don't have a release date yet. Oh, that's good. So you have it on, you have Switch as well, so who knows. Uh, but we played it on Xbox One. Uh, you did the download, electronic download? Correct. Yeah, yeah, I pre-ordered it. Okay, and I, I pre-ordered it as a game disc. Mine came with the Tiger Shark skin as a freebie, which I gave to you. So um, so we'll get into that a little bit. And uh, for now, we'll start off with the plot of the game. And Mr. K, you want to give the plot? Well, the plot of the game is basically, like you said, it's an RPG where you go around as a shark and traversing your different environments throughout the land and avenge your mother's death. And that's pretty much it. Consume, um, complete missions and grow older with age and more powerful. And eventually you'll come across some 
mutations you can add to your shark, which can change his, I mean, to change her, her look and her, Mm -hmm. it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing they put in. Yeah. And there's a narrator in the game that kind of explains different shark facts, uh, other facts or or comments on certain things of it funny, some of it sort of serious. And the narrator of the game is Cyril Figgis from Archer. And uh, what's what's his name on Rick and Morty? Jerry Smith. Jerry Smith, Mr. Chris Parnell. So it's pretty funny listening to him sometimes. He he does make some, like I said, he does say some serious shark facts at times, but most of the time it's... Mm a lot of goofiness and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool to have him. And he doesn't come, he doesn't talk all game long. He just talks every once in a while. Here so. and there, you can go around the environment and slap these signs and they'll basically be like a tour. Mm-hmm. He gives you like a little tour to yourself. It's weird. It, it's hard to explain. Yeah. There's, there's different things in the game. So, I mean, the, the main, you start off as a pup, right? Is that, yeah, is that they, the correct term? Yeah. Pup, as a pup. So you're, you want to keep growing. So your your main purpose in the game is really to, you know, consume fish. Obviously now the fish and different sea creatures all have different sort of rankings per se in each level. So some might be a little bit bigger than you. And it, if you try to eat them, it might be more difficult to eat them or might take a lot more to eat them. They might fight back a lot more. Oh, yeah. Especially so, if you go after an alligator, the first thing you come out is a pup. Yeah. So there's there's things like groupers, there's turtles, there's catfish, there's uh, some other fish. There's alligators, there's barracuda, there's some other fishes that, that are in the... In there's the, a good variety. Yeah, a good variety. So, I mean... The, the real big thing is to just constantly try to eat and try to keep growing. And during the game, you have like a meter that gives you kind of like a skill level. And once you hit a certain skill level, you go from pup to teen and then from teen to adult. These go basically like every 10 levels, I think. Yeah. You keep, you keep moving up based on, you know, once you hit a certain age, you move up and stuff like that. And a way to level up is by eating the environment around you like animals and then doing missions collecting collectibles like the driver's plates you can find around the area mm-hmm. um there's like i said the signs that do a little yeah tourist they're, thing yeah they're called landmarks landmarks yeah. yeah yeah and then there's there was a third one what was the third one there's the there's the caches that's what it was so, the caches yeah. and those are give you kind of like they're sort of, I want to say they're kind of like power-ups, but they kind of give you a boost of energy and kind of help your growth. The, ca- the caches are a way to basically just traverse the land and explore it a little more mm-hmm. and instead of just ignoring it and moving on. Yeah. So there's, like I said, there's different cre- sea creatures and reptiles that you have to deal with. The alligators are tough. If they are a bigger size than you, Taking them on head on is really not a good idea. Unless you're really good at dodging and attacking yeah. them. You it's possible if you're that determined yeah. you can defeat them. But yeah, they will they will 
They will tear you apart, though. Ask be worth your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one of the big things about the game that is probably, I guess, personally my favorite part and probably your favorite part is attacking the people in the water. Oh, yeah, that's or, the... Or along the shoreline. That's the funnest. Yeah. So there's people, there's different different times where there's people on boats or maybe just swimming or maybe they're in a paddle boat or on a tube or something like that. Some are right on the shoreline rather than a beach or area. And you can attack these people. And it's really, really fun. Of course, this will bring up like a bounty bar like GTA or yeah, something along those lines where you'll get eventually hunters after you. Mm-hmm. And when you kill these hunters, you gain experience points, but also the experience points for this other bar, which is called the wanted, the wanted level. Yeah, it's called the infamy, infamy level, right? Uh, yeah, infamy bar. Yeah. And when, you, and when you kill these special hunters, it gives you certain abilities, which you can use on your shark. Right. For an example, uh, electric fins. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those can help you out a lot. Yeah, and there's a handful of different abilities that you can add to your add to your shark. You know, obviously by the end of the game you become a gigantic megalodon, basically. Um that's the goal. Coolest but, part of the game though. Yeah, but you you know, you you wanna just continue growing and stuff like that. But like I said, I think I think one of the, the, the one of my favorite parts, and I know it was one of yours because you mentioned it to me a number of times, was attacking the humans in the, in the water. Oh yeah. It's funny. Cause when you grab them on land and bring them into water, you can hear like a water effect on their voice. <laughs> as they're screaming for help <laughs> as you're dragging them under the, under the water. There's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different things you can do. You can jump out of the water uh, basically and land on the boats and attack them. If you do jump on land, which you can jump on land and attack people. There is a thing though that, you only have so much time before your shark will suffocate. I mean, so it makes soon, sense. Yes. And so when you're on land, your shark will start, you'll see that the shark is suffocating and it's, you know, it's of, of utmost importance to get back to the water so you can, you know, regain your health and stuff like that. But yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's a lot of fun to, to jump on land because you see the people running and they don't really expect you to be chasing them. <laughs> and then they don't even notice that you're right behind them. And if you can grab them and then, you know, continue on the other side of like maybe the beach or island that you're on and go right into the water, it's even better. Uh, but it is tough to sometimes turn yourself around and go, all right, I gotta get back now to <laughs> where where the water is as quickly as possible. You can, uh, another thing you can do is grab people and pull Harry Potter swish and flick and, hit them with your tail and launch them across the area. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you, yeah. You can throw them up in the air and catch them and stuff. I mean, it's pretty, there's a, there's a few different things you can do. It's pretty funny to do this with people. I, I, you can hit the boats from underneath and flip them over, uh, knock them into, knock the people into the water and stuff like that. As soon as they see the shark fin, they start freaking out, uh, which is pretty funny. The and to gain to regain health it, because once you start getting hunted, obviously these hunters will start shooting at you, and they have a pretty good shot. Which um, it's it's kind of difficult because you're you're trying to swim away from these hunters, and there's times where I was like 
thinking, Oh, I'm, I'm in a good spot. They can't see me now. I'm better, but they're, they have like a infrared or mm. laser laser, uh, scope on it on their guns and they can hit you from pretty, pretty far away and pretty deep in the water. Yeah. But so. if you go under the water, just deep enough, like, you know, regular fish, mm. you, they would lose you eventually. Yes. Especially if, if you, you have out on your cove, which right. is basically like your home base where you mm-hmm. spawn or load in and yep. level up and evolve. Mm-hmm. It'll get rid of that. Yeah. Pretty yeah, fast. You can, you can hide under different things like maybe a rock or pipes or something like that that are in the water to sort of mask your mask yourself from the from the hunters and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a cove that you start in and that's basically your home your home place to start each level in. And when you finish doing a mission or something once you get away from that mission just far enough away you can kind of zoom yourself back to fast travel pretty much yeah fast travel back to the cove and it's basically like a save point there which i didn't realize it one of the first couple times i played it i couldn't figure out why all of a sudden i went back into the game and i thought it was a glitch actually i thought that something happened and my missions didn't save for some reason i had i didn't realize i had to go back to the cove to resave everything i was like oh man what a bummer but so definitely if you play the game don't make that mistake like i did so this so there's a lot of different things it's a lot of different missions uh, to to do in the game no, yeah, there's a there's definitely a bunch to do especially if you're going for that 100 percent. yeah and you got 100 percent in the game yep i think it was about 14 hours yeah so that was one of the things i i saw on online I, looking at some of the people that commented on the game and that seemed to be around you know 15 16 hours was about what most people finished the game in mm. so and it took you about roughly around two days worth of playing right yeah about two or three days yeah. So some of the things like you mentioned that this game has sort of a GTA touch to it a little bit. Um, do you, I mean, do you think so? I mean, I kind of think nah, so with the fact that you can attack people and stuff like in that. Terms and, of, and, in and terms of, in terms of freedom hunted. Of, yeah. In terms of eating people and being hunted. But other than that, that's pretty much it. There's not, I can't say it has, there's like, there's a free roam, but there's right. an extent to that. Yes. So yeah, I mean, you can't really go wherever you want. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're in a, in what you know, a different grotto or a different area based on what, what you've done in, in that area, mission wise, you, I mean, you can, you can roam around and stuff like that, but if you haven't completed all the missions, you're still going to get attacked by certain things and until you get those oh, yeah. missions done, but you can go back to those areas. Yeah. You you're going to. in, you going into another area where you haven't been yet without going to the other area where you need to go before. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a dangerous thing to do. Cause then you can meet up with like level 30 characters and you're like, you know, only level 12. Yeah. And even if it's like a minor difference in a couple of levels, that's still a big thing. That still matters. Yeah. Level yeah. does matter in this game. It's not like a level two pup can get rid of a level thirteen alligator. You unless you're that good, that's impossible. Right. Yeah. So do you as far as the missions, a couple of people I saw people mention 
that one of the things they didn't like about the game was that they felt the missions were very repetitive. Did you did you think that at, at all? Um, it has crossed my mind. I'm like, maybe this is a little repetitive, but and then I realized that you do go to different locations, and that mm. leads up to different environments where you have to do these missions in. Right. Yeah. So they can be a little repetitive, but only if you think that way. Yeah it really matters on how you approach it. You can make it repetitive. You can just go up there and eat them, but you yeah. don't have to just eat them. You can hit them with your tail. You can launch them across places. You can yeah, do different things. Yeah, too. You can do different things to them, scare them. Even you don't even have to eat them immediately. Right. You yeah. Can, you can, yeah. You just make, you make it repetitive, but yeah. you can change it. You don't have to make it repetitive. You can make it fun. Right. And that's what the game's aiming for. Yeah. So, uh, there's, some of the predators, like the barracuda, the alligators, and stuff like that. Mm. Which one did you find? I, I thought the alligators were probably the toughest to beat, but the the barracudas are definitely the fastest, or it seemed like the fastest to me. When I started, the alligators were the most difficult. Yeah, to fight. yeah. I think that was the only animal that I actually had an issue with. And it's funny because you you will hear them coming at you. You hear like a noise. Yeah, they do like make behind. noises. So, so you kind of know that they're nearby and they're coming, <laughs> and they, and all the and all the the either reptiles or fish or sea animals that are in the water. You will see that they're when you get near them, they will kind of like highlight and highlight their body in red, and it'll tell you what they are and what level they are. So you sort of know whether or not to go after certain fish or certain creatures. Yeah. And each of them have their own, each of them have their own special kind of attacks as well. Yeah. None of them will do the, I mean, it's the same species will do the exact same thing. They just have different ways of attacking for each kind of species. Yeah. And some of the, some of the attacks are, I, I will admit some of the attacks are as disappointed as I was to get attacked by an alligator. There was one, the other day that I was swimming and an alligator came at me. I was up towards the top of the water and I had no clue that the alligator was that close. <laughs> and it, I somehow it hit me and then it picked me up and out of the water. We both went out of the water and it then slammed me back into the water. It was, it was actually pretty cool looking. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But uh, the, the underwater animation is pretty amazing. The, the controls of the shark. I oh, thought the controls were slick. Yeah, the controls of the shark just swimming around is pretty cool. In terms of moving underwater in games, this one's got it down pat. I, I know some people thought the the eating or attacking of different creatures and some of that the controls were a little chaotic and clunky. I didn't. I think it was just to me. I was. It was. I, I don't know if it was. I, I think for me, it was just a typical game where you have to really. Just I mean, you're in practice. water. Eventually, you're gonna pop out of it. Yeah, I think it just it just happens every once in a while where you. Yeah, it's not all do, the time. It just sometimes happens if there's a really big fight going on. Yeah, sometimes you're gonna miss. You're gonna go right past the thing and go right up, right up out yeah, of the water, exactly. or you're gonna miss it completely. I don't think it's so much the controls are clunky. I think it's just that it's it's just you sometimes have to time things yeah, just, it's just right. It's just happening. It's just 
just go with it. Yeah. But the, the shark will, as a shark, you can, there is like one of the buttons will kind of speed you up a little bit. So you can do, you can swim a little faster or you can, or just swim at a very slow, methodical pace. I mean, it really wanna. depends on how you want to move. It also depends on your, your shark's evolution. Right. Cause there are stuff you can attach to your shark that will make them go faster. Yeah. And one of the, one of the things you can get early on uh, for your shark is sonar ability. So you can press a button and it basically kind of gives you a clearer view of what's in front of you around you and stuff like that. Think of like Assassin's Creed Eagle Vision or Batman's vision thing. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what they call it. But basically, you just scan your environment and anything that will be of importance will show up in red. Yeah, and 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 as you as you progress, and you can upgrade your sonar so it'll last longer and be more helpful to you. Yeah, when you first get it, it's kind of helpful for like a short period of time, and then it kind of disappears. And then you kind of, but you can keep hitting it and stuff like that. You just it's just doesn't help you as long until you progress in size and abilities. But the uh, the under uh, one of the things I I wanted to mention too with uh, with the underwater look of the game is you kind of got a feeling that I, I mean I've never been like scuba diving or underneath the water in some you know some areas where like these this is supposed to be like you know one the first area you kind of start off is in like a bayou area and then there's like a lake type area around a city yeah. and stuff like that. And the areas that you go into and the water you go into, the water is really filthy in there. Like the, you could, there's like debris, there's oh, stuff yeah. float, there's stuff floating around. There's like bottles floating by. There's paper. There's cars. There's cars. There's, buses. Yeah, there's stuff all over the place. And you, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting to throw that stuff in there because they could have easily have just done okay, we'll just make everything kind of clear and easy to see but it sort of adds to i think to the game where it's there's a (laughs) it kind of adds to the game that there's this sense of like okay this was probably what it really looks like underwater for a lot of these Mm. for these sea animals that you know they're they got to navigate around all this human pollution and waste that's in the water down there you know we don't really maybe we don't see it up at the top, but if you really went yeah. scuba diving in some of these places, you'd probably like encounter this type of stuff. One of the other things that I noticed that people were talking about, and I don't know, maybe this was because maybe these people got early releases of the game or something like that, but a number of people mentioned that they were that they encountered frame frame rate issues in the game, and a, lot, a number said that they when they had saved the game and then went back, their save game was corrupted and then they almost had to start uh, that, all over again. That hasn't that happened like, to me, but yeah, I'm wondering if that was like, you know, early on, maybe before it technically got released. Mm, I mean, Xbox got theirs pretty early. Yeah. So I didn't, I haven't had that issue with mine and I know no. they do, they do updates almost. Kind of, it seems like yeah. almost every other time I play the game, there's an update going on on Xbox for it, so so I think they've I think they've kind of fixed fixed a lot of the issues or problems that some of these people that have reviewed it, you know, are mentioning. So there's a uh, somebody put 
put out that they thought it was a good mix between an eighties horror movie and a nature show, which I thought that was a pretty, pretty good, That's pretty uh, accurate. This, that was a pretty good description of this game. I think because it is, it, it has that sort of has that eighties feel kind of like a jaws feel to it. But then also with Chris Parnell documenting and, narrating things and telling you about certain things that he has that, you know, Oh, uh, Jacques Cousteau moment of, uh, narrating your, 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 are following the shark as he goes for food and yeah. And all this stuff. So it's pretty funny. So I was, I thought that was a pretty good, uh, description of the game. I think they, I think, uh, they should actually use that for a, for a description for the game to, to give, uh, let people know what you know what type of game they're getting when they play this game. <laughs> so there's a lot to play, a lot of, a lot of things to do in this game. Boss battles. Yeah. There's those boss as battles. Well. Yeah, there's just a lot of different things to explore. Just and just exploring the waters that you're in. It's it's they're pretty expansive. There's a lot. Of, there's some things you can't get into depending on your your age and stuff like that. There's like certain grates that you can bash through and kind of like go through these pipes and stuff like that to get to different things. Uh, some of the, like I said, some of the things that you, you want to search for, like the landmarks, the license plates, the cash, some of those are in weird spots. So sometimes it takes a little, you kind of have to really search for them. You can go back and forth to your map and kind of look and see where yeah. you are, how close you are to the thing and can so kind of tell like, Oh, I'm on top yeah. of it. It's I'm on top of it. And there is like a, a guide in the game where it's almost like a compass type of thing where it, it kind of counts down how many more meters you got left to get to it or whatever it is, feet or meters or whatever. And it'll tell you, you know, like, how close you are and stuff like that. And you can kind of tell like you're in the right direction. Okay. You only need, you know, 30 more meters to get to this yeah. thing. So, so sometimes, uh, and sometimes some of, some of those caches or driver's licenses or, I mean, sorry, driver's plates, mm-hmm. they can also have barriers in front of them that will make mm-hmm. you age up and already unlock them. So you'll have to leave them alone until later on to yeah. 100% the area. Yeah, so you gotta come. Makes you want to come. Makes you have to go back to the area to get those things if you want to do. Which 100%. is probably one of the main reasons they added a fast travel, so that something wouldn't take forever. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah. So you can easily get back from one. Once you've done different locations, you can go back to those other locations if you want by just you know moving over to the grotto that you want to do fast travel, and you pop back into that grotto, and then you can go explore back into that other area you were in originally so that's i like that part of it i thought that was pretty good uh i think that was i'm glad they did something like that and it wasn't like oh i gotta swim from this area to now to mm. this area and make my way back that would have been tough to do and there's i think seven or eight different seven different lagoons if i'm not correct uh, from if, if i'm correct seven or eight there's a good amount yeah. of them seven seven lagoons i think to explore but again, it depends on you know how soon you want to explore because you might need to build up yourself and build up your abilities and stuff like that before you jump mm. into another section. Uh, anything else that you want to discuss or talk about on this other than a lot of chomping on people and having some fun with people? Um, I think if I only had to say two things about this game, 
that I would want them to, well, not to change, but like the only two complaints I have mm-hmm. is that first one, there's this one part of the game where the main bad guy, Pete, yeah, he basically poisons his area. And because of it, you get hurt when you go into the water. Like, you know, like poison would do in water. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you already have that part 100% complete, you can just totally ignore that it's there and just fast travel to the next place you need to go. Yeah. So it's kind of like, if you already passed it, because this happens to a point when you already passed that area. Mm-hmm. So having the fast travel there for that part makes it kind of obsolete. Yeah. There's kind of no okay. point in going through the toys and water if you can just fast out to a safer place where you actually need to go. Yeah. Instead of going through that water. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Another issue is at the end of the game, I happen to have a glitch come upon me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting it either because it was during a loading screen, which these happened once in a while. But that's probably because Xbox users got to play it a day early. And I was eager to play it early so i put my hands on it and that's how i got it done within like three days mm-hmm. but basically at the end of the game it was going to do the last cut scene and then the game crashes oh my goodness so at first i'm like all right maybe this is this is fine maybe it'll just load me back in i can redo the mission because the mission was pretty easy not gonna lie and i'll win and i'll get to see it except that didn't happen yeah. It loaded me in back my grotto. Everything's done and I cannot replay it. Uh, so I had to look it up on YouTube and watch someone else's shark because they do uh, implement your shark in this cutscenes. Oh really? Uh, so I didn't I missed out on seeing my shark do the last and final things. Yeah. So I had to watch someone else's. And that kind of ruined it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of one of the things that was kind of cool too though that they did add was that as you're getting hit and hurt and stuff like that, there's like damage to your shark that sort of remains with your shark, like scars. Mm. Which I thought that was pretty cool to add that type of thing. They could have easily just, you know, you know, get bigger each level, those go out away or something like that. But they kept those and that was kind of neat. So what's your final overall impression and score for this game? I think I would have to well the game was really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. It reminded me a lot of Jaws. And I always wanted a game. I always wanted one of those games where you could be the bad guy. And there's not a lot out there, honestly. And I wanted to see more. But this shark is this shark in Maneater is a good leap forward in terms of that. I think they did an amazing job with the motion underwater and the underwater itself. It looks beautiful. And disgusting at times. Really matters yes. where you are. Yeah, it does. Yeah. The fights can be really fun and thrilling. Um, eating people is very satisfying. <laughs> I hope they add DLC in the future. I would like to see something like a giant crab or, I don't know, maybe a kraken. That'd be cool. Big giant or, squid. Yeah, giant squid. I would like multiplayer. That's one of my main yeah. things. That would that'd be fun with another person. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be cool if they really wanted you to add like a 100% kind of unlock for everything because they don't give you anything for doing it, mm-hmm. which is sad. But what I, what I would, if they're going to, I want them to add 
a mode where if you eat people, you won't gain any notoriety. You won't have anybody on you. Yeah. So you can just eat people as much as you want without any, without any problems. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. And especially if you had someone else playing with you. Right. Able to eat as much people as you want. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, what about a kind of one versus one type game where like one person's the shark and the other person's like the hunter? That'd be cool. I can see them doing that. Maybe like a, maybe like a four, four of you, one kind of deal. One mm-hmm. player, one player plays as a shark. The other four play as huntsman. Yeah. And then you can, as a shark, you can go up and attack those people and kind of eat them yeah. and see who's the last Listen. one left alive. Imagine playing first person as a sailor and then you see a giant yeah, dawn right. under your boat. Yeah, right. Oh my That'd god, cool. that would that would be kind of cool. A giant fin. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Well, anyways, my final score of man eater today is nine point five out of ten. Nice. Okay. So I liked a lot of the a lot of the gameplay. I love the controls of the of the shark swimming. The chomping on the fish at first took me a couple times to get used to it, but you do get used to it. It's and it's a lot of fun attacking the the humans in the water, whether they're in the water or, or just on the edge of the beach, or in a boat or in a paddle boat is I think so much fun and kind of satisfying and therapeutic in a way i guess (laughs) uh it's kind of similar to gta sometimes when you just have a bad day you just drive a car around really fast yeah it's one of those games if you got and do jumps around and just start eating people yeah no you kind of do stupid stuff that you you know as a shark i mean there's not too many games where you can play as a shark other than exactly that that other jaws game that's what i'm saying they should implement a mode where there's no there's no like bounty on you. You can just go around and just right. eat people for the fun of it. Yeah, they they almost almost like there should be like a playground mode. Exactly. You know, they you don't have to do any boss battles. You don't have to you just explore any of the levels and just jump around and attack people and you know, scare people and like it's fun to kill yeah. hunters, but when you're really into just having fun killing the people and they just show up, they can if you're not too careful, they can drain your health. You will die fast oh, if you're yeah. not too careful enough. Yeah, they'll get you pretty quickly. Which is why I do careful. want to play ground mode so that that wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. You can just do whatever you want, however you want, how long you want. Yeah, so hopefully if hopefully Tripwire will do that. They'll add like a playground mode where you can just go in. And, yeah, that'd be, that'd be you really know, fun. You want to just, hey, I just want to chill out and play, as, play simple again. I don't want to worry about anything. I just want to swim, swim around and attack people in boats and people on the beach and just have some fun playing the game or eat, uh, eat other fish and just swim around the different uh, water areas and stuff like that and explore. That's all I want to do. I think they, I think that'd be really good. And hopefully they'll do that. And hopefully that'll be like one Mm. of their updates and downloads or something like that at some point down the road. But as, as a final score for me, I'll, I'll I'll give it a, a nine out of 10. I think there's a couple things I probably would like a little bit better, but I think it's, uh, you know, I think it is a fun game. I, it's just, it is sort of satisfying. Like I said, to just attack things and try to, you know, chop down on things as a big shark and scare people and stuff like that. It's kind of, it's kind of funny hearing all the screams and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's 
kind of uh, it's kind of fun. So, so that would be my score, nine out of ten. Mm, it is kind of funny how we're going from one animal review to another animal re- game review. Yeah, well, this one sort of it's yeah because we got like a car- a creature from the sea that's scares people, and now we got an animal on the land. So yeah, now we have something people. on the on the land that scares Except people. We're most not people. We're not controlling them this time. No. We're out to exterminate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Based on the on the trailer we watched, we were like, oh my God, we have to play this game. So would you like to give the name of the game? So the next game we're reviewing is Kill It With Fire. And that's mm-hmm. where me, myself, and I will destroy spiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And me as an arachophobe, that's not going to be fun, but it will also be pretty fun if you catch my drift. Yeah. So you get to you get to look for spiders in your house, and there's all kinds of different... Seems like, based on what we saw in the trailer, a bunch of different weapons and things you can use to try to kill the spiders, uh, even to the point of, I, I guess, going to the full extreme of actually using like a flamethrower type... Flamethrowers. Type of thing and just Ninja burning, stars. Basically burning your house down around you. <laughs> in the trailer, you see the character shooting the spider with a gun. See it whacking it with different uh, other objects. Stuff like that. What? So, that's not how you kill spiders? Yeah, well, hey, I mean, how you want to do it is up to you. I mean, that's <laughs> your, your house. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is... Uh, this is going to be an interesting game we'll we'll, we'll uh, definitely play it and see how we like it and give you our review for, for that next week and we want to just uh point out and say thank you uh, again to many of you that listen to our podcast some of you listen to it we- weekly and we really appreciate that very much and some of you that um listen here and there uh, to maybe just listen for to certain to hear about certain games, which is really cool. That's fine. But we are, uh, we this week hit 400 downloads. 400. So I, like, it's like we said before, I think, you know, for some people that number doesn't really mean a lot to them. It, they're like, eh, that's nothing. But to us, I think it, it meant a lot. 400 to us. is 400. 400, 400 downloads <laughs> is, is, is huge for us. And we, we are super excited and super happy with that and very still very excited about the, the, the folks that we talk to uh, talk to on Twitter and elsewhere about their games and play their games and, and talk about their games on these podcasts. So we're going to obviously continue doing that and hope to hope to hopefully next, you know, within the next couple of weeks or so or a few weeks from now, hopefully we'll be talking about 500. So we'll see. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. But uh, we really appreciate it. We're down. We've now finally gotten uh, into Australia. Somebody's actually listened to, to our podcast in Australia, and this, actually this past podcast. So that was pretty cool. So we're in Europe, in Asia, North America, South America. Hmm. Haven't gotten into Africa yet or the Antarctic. I don't think we're going to get into the Antarctic, but uh, haven't gotten into Africa yet. But it's pretty cool. It's it's really neat to see a lot of different areas around the world of people listening to the podcast and wanting to hear about indie games. And I think that's really, really fun. So I'm glad that, that, that people are doing that. And 
I hope, hopefully that when you're listening to us, you're, you're enjoying the show and, and then checking out these games afterwards and, and giving them a shot. Yeah. Worth your time. It always yep. is. Yep. Doesn't hurt to try. Right. All right, Mr. K, any other final words? Um, nothing other than we'll be seeing you guys next week as we are screaming from spiders yeah, in our so, houses as we're burning yeah. them down. <laughs> and hopefully, uh, hopefully within the next week or so, we can get our Twitch channel up and going and actually have some video game footage on there to for you to watch and share. Who knows? Maybe at some point we'll actually do some stuff live through there and play some games and be able to chit chat with you and do some other stuff. So yeah, it would be real fun. So we're working on it, trying to get it up and going. And uh, it's mainly just testing things out right now and making sure we can get things to work properly. So if you guys are interested in anything you want us to play on Twitch, send us a message on Twitter or Facebook or just about anything. Or email us. Yep. Yep. We'll keep in touch. All right. Well, that's all I got folks. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll hope to see you next week. See you later, guys. Peace. Thank you. Game over. Hey, it's Mr. K here. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Also, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and iRadio. Anyways, hope you have a wonderful day. Peace.